Hell. Okay, okay. <clears throat> nice. That's how we know it's a go. <laughs> Happy <baby>. New Year. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year. This, um, this month is going by so fucking slow. Really? For, it's going slow for you? I was going to say this is the first January it's ever been so fast for me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking it's slow. It's <laughs> so slow. It's, it's just because, like, granted, like, I didn't make it the full way because, like, I was trying to do, I was going to do a dry January, mm. but things have changed. So I was like, <laughs> eh, whatever. So I'm just going to drink a little bit less. Yeah. So I've just been essentially sober for the vast majority of this month, which is rare. Yeah. And I... And like I since I'm quitting since I quit vaping, oh. every day is just a, a it's just a war of attrition. So this month's going by fucking slow. Oh uh, well, okay, that's that's fair. Then that makes sense. Hi, yeah, hi, buddy. Sense. How you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a whole year older since we last recorded. Yeah, you had a birthday. I had a birthday a week ago today. So that's fun. And we did an online birthday party. And we did what a... was your and we did we did some fun games. Yeah. We and did... then and then we found we found the most fun game after everyone had already left. <laughs> I knew that that game was there. I just was I just like kept holding off. I was like, "Ah, this is the big reveal." And then all of a sudden people I didn't realize the time and that people were getting tired and then they were petering off. I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot about the fun part. Yeah, it was. So essentially, like we um, the fun game was like, we. what was the app that we were using? The website's the website's we called uh, Backyard. Yeah. So, and it was it was really fun. It's just a nice like a uh, uh, video conference like uh, hanging out site, I guess. It was really fun. It has a whole bunch of different games. I guess like a communal drawing board or whatever yeah the whiteboard um, was fun but it has it has it has cards against humanity on it and mm-hmm. i haven't played cards against humanity since i was like 19 yep and it was really fun and then it just has some other just like kind of not necessarily whatever games but some games that are like eh, okay but then we found as everyone had already started petered out and there was down to like four of us yeah. we're like oh cool let's now play the fun one <laughs> You know, the good thing about that is that it's really easy to get people together as long as they have a free evening. No one needs to go anywhere. They can just turn on their computer and then we can do it again. So hopefully we can. But yeah, that was very fun. I'm glad you... I get so mad in Cards Against Humanity, though. My my comedy snob comes out so hard. (laughs) I know. Because I I hate when... So I, I end up losing in the final round... (laughs) <laughs> to a car that said butt sex. <laughs> a and car butt that sex, <laughs> a car and then butt sex has nothing to do with it. There is nothing clever to it. There was no joke involved. It's just ooh woo butt sex random. <laughs> Fuck you, cat. <laughs> I deserve that win. I kept coming up with really, especially when I would like the, the cards you had to write your own. Yeah. I, I I think I'm a clever guy. I yeah. would write what I think were very clever cards. And what I would, my rule is it has to be a constructive joke. It has to make sense. Yeah. And I write one down, I make a joke, and then I just lose to <laughs> weeder poop. Fuck you. <laughs> I also have the same process. So my constructive joke was I wrote in butt sex. <laughs> 
and I won yeah. the game. Yeah. I think yeah, you were, yes, I think you you're did. I think you're also mad because you were winning. You I was I you was were, winning. <laughs> you the, were winning and then I caught a, up to you, baby. Through a whole bunch of butts and poops and wieners <laughs> and butt sex. Jason, you gotta cater to your audience. Because well, <laughs> you, you you were playing you were playing to the crowd. I was <laughs> I, I was writing I was writing for Arrested Development and you were <laughs> and you were Jeff Dunham and you were playing with puppets. How dare you say this to me? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, that was very fun. This is gonna be a fun podcast, and I'm mad at you. You're so mad. It's okay. We'll play again. No, no. Don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah, we. I guess we can say also from our last episode, we recorded a guest appearance on the podcast Layered Butter. Yeah, we record. We were guest stars on another podcast, and that was super cool. It was very weird to not be in charge of anything and not have to worry about editing and re- and all of the things that come after recording. It was very strange for me. Yeah, you just. <laughs> you just, you're in it and then you're out. Yeah, I just talked and then I was like, bye. And also, having to do so much less talking was pretty good. Yeah. Because yeah. like, uh, it was it was a podcast. It was very well moderated by um, this guy named Rodrigo. And he, he just had such a, a talent for it where he was just like, a, he was just a conductor, like waving mm-hmm. people in, mm-hmm. giving us prompts. And it's not just, <laughs> I'm not just like rolling around on the floor trying to <laughs> wrestle up a sentence. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was great having him moderate and come up with the premise and then just being like, and then what is your opinion? And that's the only sentence you say. And then you listen to what other people say. And that's it. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. It's very fun. Um, we have plans to have them on our podcast soon. So that's very exciting. It'll be, and... it'll be a mix of our two flavors. Yeah, definitely a mix of our two flavors. But yeah, very Speaking fun. Of flavors, what yeah. did you have for dinner? Uh, <laughs> Stop saying what you're gonna say. Tell me what you ate. I had. <laughs> Jason's bored of this now. It's so aggressive, like getting to know me. I just want to see you on like. Sp- <laughs> I want to see you on like speed dates. Like, uh, I, uh, I, I my so work, <laughs> my work is okay. And what else? Inefficient, bored. Swipe left. Um, I had like chicken and then some rice and spinach it was very boring i like spinach i like spinach i like spinach (laughs) what did you have for dinner jason do you have forgotten sweet potatoes over there on the side no i i don't i never forget my sweet potatoes uh i made a delicious sandwich tonight and i've been working on i've been working on the sandwich i've been essentially having the same sandwich every day for the last like five days but not as in is on brand way that for I you. Just, but in a different way because this is I've been trying to perfect it. Nice. You know, it's so good. Because I, I discovered the power of when you eat this is for anyone who's trying to get into the sandwich game. Uh, yep. only toast one side of your bread for sandwiches, people. It's a thing. Go to any quality restaurant. They don't just throw them in the toaster and give you a double toasted side because you you lose the flavor of the bread and it's just too crunchy. It's a mess. Toast one side mm-hmm. and so it's sourdough, big slices, one side toasted, sriracha mayo on both, uh, sriracha mayo on one side, mm-hmm. then with uh, veggie bacon, tomato, uh, a f- not a fried egg, but like a like an egg that I would cook. And what, what's the, 
just an egg, just a cooked egg that would like fold kind of omelette Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Then like pickle, then like uh, uh, romaine lettuce, and then onion, and then on the top slice I do like a roasted red pepper uh, hummus. Wow. It's the best goddamn sandwich in the fucking world. This is not I what I thought you were going to say. No, I'm telling you, I make I make good sandwiches. I'm a, I make food. Do you think that you're a, a sandwich artist? No. No, I can't because I'm a fraud. I took this from I got I got into this isn't my topic, but uh there's just that it's a pretty famous uh, YouTube cooking channel. It's one of the most famous uh you suck at cooking. Okay. Well, th- that reaction, that's why I didn't, I, I don't like the name because it's one of the actual best cooking channels I found on YouTube. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen it around so much on YouTube, but I never clicked it because I didn't like the name of it. It sounds like, really neggy and I don't, my initial reaction yeah. is to be like, how dare you? Exactly. I thought it was just going to be like some like snide, like culinary, uh, like a, uh, What's the, what's the term like a culinary school kid? Where yeah. Just like, like oh, actually, uh, actually, that's not a dressing. That's an aioli. Fuck you. <laughs> I I thought it'd be that, but it's it's weird. And he's it's like the most he's the most positive, silly guy. Aww. I don't know. I think I have I, 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 I have heard that, of it. Yeah, he's he's amazing. He's actually he's become one of my favorite, most favorite uh, YouTube cookeries. Nice. Because. Honestly, because you saw uh, Babish's house tour, right? Yes. Crazy. I, I'm not going to lie. That, oh, God. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm very happy for him. He seems like a great guy. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. That made, me, that made me like him a little bit less. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it did. Because I, th- <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's a lot. Also, I think it's- you and I have, like, an adverse reaction to things when they're too rich or luxurious because it just yeah, we know how was... because we know how like how it is to not have money yeah it feels times weird have changed like the the days of mtv cribs have long gone mm-hmm. like uh i think it, as a society we've grown past we've grown <laughs> past like oh yay let's like all like uh clap and applaud the rich people's nice mansion I think we're kind of past that. So, like, it's it's a different vibe because I remember being a kid going, like, whoa, there's a, like, Tony Hawk has a skateboard park in his house. Yeah. And when I'm watching this, and, and when I'm watching Babbage, I'm like, there's another floor? <laughs> I know. What? He kept saying floors, and I was like, how fucking tall is this thing? And then one of the floors is just his gym that has one whole yeah, wall just... that's mirrors. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Why would and, you and, ever and, leave like, your um, house? I mean, I guess that's the point, yeah. but... Yeah. And like, and this giant mansion, this giant, um, this giant painting is a commission from the rest, from the five-star restaurant, restaurant. I met my hot wife. <laughs> okay. Okay, bro. Okay. Babish. I don't know. Like, I get, yeah, like, I, I still love him. I'm still happy. Oh for yeah. Him. I he, love he's him. Not a, I, I, yeah, I, I, I love him, but it was, just, it was just a little, it felt a little tacky and I, and he wasn't very, he wasn't snobby about it. I don't know. It was just like. When it's just you, you look at you look at a one you're looking at a one percenter's house and you're like, eh. yeah. I will but, admit I really like the um, architectural digest tours, like the house tours that they've been doing. Of all of the celebrities who walk them around their houses and stuff, I yeah they're cool. 
they're cool. They're very cool. They're, they're incredibly cool. They're cool because they talk about, like, the houses and what they did to them and all that stuff. Which I think is a little bit better than when it was MTV Cribs. Because they're just like, look, I bought the biggest fucking house. I bought the biggest yeah. house and I filled it with all of the crazy shit. Like, as a kid, I always wanted a ping... Pinball? Pinball machine. Pinball? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted a pinball you've been, machine. You've been in the country long enough to know it's not pinball. That's all you. I don't know, Jason. Always an immigrant. <laughs> Once an immigrant, always an immigrant. <laughs> hey, kids, let's go play ping pong. But not the one that you're thinking of. Pinball. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, I think it also, it felt like, like some of it I can see is his style and then others, it, uh, most of it, it was just like, he had a designer come in and the designer was like, this is what is good to mm. look at and there you go. It didn't seem much, it didn't seem like much of it was his, his own idea, yeah. which I think yeah, for us, seem- like knowing who yeah. he is, it's, it's a little weird. Yeah. I, I just... It's a lot. It, was, it, it looked like um like a Bond villain's house. <laughs> yeah. Because then also that when you go down into the studio where he's filming, it's like a fucking mess, which is very funny. Everything upstairs is which like is pristine better. and there were flowers and all that stuff. And then down where he actually works, it's disaster. It's a lot of Amazon boxes. So many Amazon boxes. All right, buddy, do you want to get into the meat of the show? Yeah, so you're going first, I think. Okay, I'll be going first because a long, long time ago, when we did our last proper episode, you went first with Krampusch. Yeah. And so I'm going to go forward, and before I start, I have warned Kat about this before, this might be my worst topic I've ever done, Mm -hmm. or it might be great. This could... This topic could take all of five minutes, or it could be a proper amount. Okay. I was going to divide it up with, like, two minor things just to jam it together, but no, I'm just going to leave mine as is, because I just, I came across it. This is two years, almost three years old at this point, but I just, I stumbled across it about a week ago, and I was staring at it, and I thought it was a joke, and I couldn't understand what I was looking at. (laughs) Okay. So for my topic... I'm going to discuss the queen of daytime television, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell? Do you know what I'm talking about? Jerry O'Connell? Is that Jerry Springer's real name? No. No, then no. Okay, what the fuck? I feel it's... This is the weirdest... This is the weirdest thing ever. So, um... This was in March of 2018. Do you know who Jerry O'Connell is? No. Jerry O'Connell, he's um yeah, Google. You'll recognize him immediately. He was he's a he's a pretty he's a pretty good actor. He was one of the kids in Stand by Me. You ever watched Stand by Me? Oh. No, I didn't watch yeah, Stand was, by uh, Me, but I know Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, he's an actor who's in Jerry Maguire, he was in yes. Sliders, he was uh, Stand by Me. Yes. Um He's just a pretty accomplished, not exactly A-lister, but he's just a pretty accomplished yes, uh, yes. actor. He's married to Rebecca, Rebecca Romaine. Is that how you say Romaine. it? Romaine. Yeah, Romaine. Uh, Rebecca Romaine played Mystique in the first three X-Men movies. 
Hottie McToddy. Yeah, big time. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so, um, but back to what I was saying, uh, in 2018, Jerry O'Connell, a straight white man, this will become relevant in a second, took over the Wendy Williams show. <laughs> Am I ringing any bells for you? No, you're not ringing any bells, but just the premise is this already is very the, funny. This is the weirdest shit that's ever happened on television. And television sucks. <laughs> so, um, this was, so it was March of 2018. He filled in for about a week because Wendy Williams uh, had to take a hiatus off the show. Mm-hmm. She, has, she has had to take a couple hiatuses off the show. Uh for different reasons. I think this one, I think she was going into rehab for this one. Oh shit, really? So I, th- I think it was it was either that or I think her mother had passed. Okay. It was it was I it was either uh either of them, but uh so yeah, so he was the host of the Wendy Williams show for 7 days. Wow. And it's the craziest shit I've ever seen on television. So um I'm pretty sure, uh, I think knowing our audience, I think, or even knowing our age group, I think everyone knows Wendy Williams. Yeah. I hate Wendy Williams. (laughs) She's, uh, I I don't hate her. She's just, she, she's not for me. I I think she's not a very good person. I don't think she, and I, I, like, as a, like, are you saying as a host or as like a, a moral person? Like a as a moral being. person and as a and a, as a human being and as a creative person and what she <laughs> contributed to this shithole, uh, I hate because the Wendy Williams show. I think I wrote it down. I, it's like Wendy Williams is kind of like uh, this obelisk for me <laughs> for like mean gay teens to pray to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, we're just like, we're all like these 16 year old, uh, newly out boys are learning to be mean. So yeah. just watch Wendy Williams. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jerry O'Connell took over the show for seven episodes. And what makes this so fucking crazy and why you need to check this out mm-hmm. is the writers mm-hmm. didn't stop writing for Wendy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, for these seven episodes, Jerry O'Connell is just playing Wendy Williams, but not in like a funny way. He's just becoming a, a sassy black woman oh television host. And it's fucking bizarre. It's so fucking weird. And he has this, I can't. I can't uh, stress to you how chaotic his energy is when he's doing the show. Mm-hmm. It's like... um. It's like if Jim Carrey played Pete Holmes because he's just exploding in in energy and yeah. like you can't hold it. Like I have to brace myself when he's when he's going to the TV because I'm like, whoa! Oh my God, how did you watch this? It's um go on YouTube. It's like just type in Jerry O'Connell, Wendy Williams. There's a collection of like the best bits from his week of hosting. Yeah, and you can just see the madness. Oh my God, but. Because when he's hosting, he adopts. Because because um, I, I after I watched like the twenty minute highlight reel, <laughs> I was like, okay, is Jerry O'Connell just insane? Or and I was also thinking like, am I? Has Jerry always been this femme? I just never picked up on it. So I start watching other interviews of him. He's an energetic guy, but if, for when he's doing the show, he's just femming it up. 
so hard. Wow. And it's mind-boggling. Um, and, and like, and, like, when I was saying when he, pl- when he plays the black woman, because they still have all the same <laughs> guests they would have on the show. Yeah. Like, at one point, I think they had, like, a black woman's cosmetics person was scheduled to appear on the show. Yeah. So, like, he's, like, trying out black woman hair accessories. Oh, my God. And he's and he's just like, I guess this is what I'm doing. Gotta watch my curls. <gasps> is and, that a oh, hate crime? But I don't know. You think so, but when you watch it, and he's so were you were you were you entertained? Well, uh, uh, it's it's a hard line to say. I don't know. I was mystified. Okay. I was horrified. (laughs) I was captivated. I was intrigued. Yeah. I was not entertained. Okay. Maybe I was. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um. So he. He uh, in the show when he hosts, he says "yas" no. about a thousand times a, uh, an episode, no. and it's only twenty minutes per episode, no, no, so no. you get a lot of "yas." No. Uh, one of my favorite. Uh, this is the side he because he went through all like the the normal uh, guest hosts that appear in the Wendy Williams show, mm-hmm. including. Do you know what the you know like uh, TV hosts would bring in like cooks to show re- recipes on the show? Yeah. No, no. Do you want to know the name of the Wendy Williams uh, recurring cook? Yeah. Tell me. You're going to think I'm joking. You're going to think I'm joking. What is it? Her name is Nikki Dinky. Oh, no. And uh, a, a side thing you can you can YouTube, you can watch a lot of YouTube clips of Wendy Williams fucking needling and berating Nikki Dinky on her show and just being a real asshole to her. Oh, no. Is Nikki... Like, who, Wendy who, Williams... Who is Nikki Dinky? Like, that sounds insane to Nikki say. Nikki Dinky is Nikki Dinky. No, but like a young woman, an older woman... White. She's like a 25-year-old white blonde uh, girl. <laughs> and I think... But I think... Because because uh, I think what Wendy Williams is doing... Because I think she's like uh, she's kind of dog-whistling the joke of like... Oh, haha, like white girl can't cook. But I think it's like... She's like a fine cook. But <laughs> so what Wendy Williams does... She brings Nikki Dinky on the show to just be kind of bitchy to her. Mm-hmm. And just like... Will like roll her eyes at everything that Nikki Dinky's cooking as if like she doesn't say look at this white shit, but she's like looking at the camera like look at this white shit. Yeah. And Nikki Dinky's like you invited me on here. <laughs> and like Nikki, and, you like, also keep coming though, so I mean. Yeah, that's true. And like, there's like a thing where like uh, 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 Nikki Dinky would prepare like this big meal, and the entire time uh, Wendy Williams is just holding a bottle of hot sauce. And just so rudely, so rudely, uh, Nikki Dinky, I have to say the full name, hands yeah. her like the plate. There's like, it's like, hey, uh, Wendy Williams, this is the show, this is the food that you asked me to make. <laughs> and then she gives Wendy Williams uh, the bowl. And before Wendy Williams even looks at it, she just like covers it in hot sauce. Oh and it's my like, you God. Bitch. My goodness. That's so mean. Okay. Mean. But back to Jerry O'Connell. I think Nikki Dinky loved it because she wasn't being abused. At <laughs> oh my God, Nikki Dinky, get um, out of there! I know. Um, these are just some quotes that I love from the show. Um, at one point, it was do you, I, I, there's like um, uh, I think there's a singer named Blue Cottrell. Do you know Blue uh, uh, Contrell? Contrell? Uh, no, I would be pretending if I said that's that again. right. Well. Yes, I think you probably have something in common with Jerry O'Connell because <laughs> at one point, because uh, this is because the, the writers didn't stop writing in Wendy Williams' voice; they yeah. just said, "Oh, Jerry will say it." Yeah. So at one point, 
it was Blue Contrell's birthday, and they pulled up a picture, and he was like, yeah, he's like, hey, it's Blue Cantrell's birthday party. Y'all remember Blue Cantrell? Oh and he's like God. doing that. And then the clouds goes, woo! And then he starts like singing like R&B songs or something. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. Um, uh, <laughs> at one point, do you remember there was this meme of like the super sexy uh, mugshot guy? Yes. I believe uh, so. This was... That came up when he was doing, um, when Jerry Connell was hosting the show. So at one point they were like reviewing shitty, I, I think it was like a, like beauty mug shots or whatever. And they got to this one. And this is when I had to Google, like when I watched this clip, I Googled if Jerry O'Connell was still married to Rebecca Romaine. Yeah. Cause it was like, cause he gets so flamboyant here because again, it's Wendy Williams, not Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. He goes, um, cause the guy has like a teardrop on his tattoo and on his it face. Turns Jerry O'Connell's, yeah. He has yeah. like a teardrop there. Yeah. And Jerry O'Connell's melting. He's like, Oh my God, he is so hot. And I, I hate doing this voice. I don't like that I'm doing this voice right now. I hate that I have to do this, but I'm not kidding. That's not even touching what he does. And then he goes like, like, ooh, you see that little teardrop on his face there? Mm-mm, that's for me. Ooh. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, Jerry? Oh, my God. And he does that. At one point, he does, um, there, uh, <laughs> there's this kind of, I think even Jerry Connell felt bad for this one. There was, they were doing, like, an audience interview where this, uh, this girl was going, was, like, explaining to, like, uh, Jerry, uh, to Jerry's, like, oh, here's my problem. I invited my boyfriend to move in with me and my mom. But my mom's been on vacation for a little bit. She won't get back until like two months from now. Should I tell my mom now that I invited my boyfriend to live with us? Or should I surprise him? Uh. And then the, the crowd goes, ooh, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then for, and for some reason, this was Jerry O'Connell's first instinct. He was like, okay, well... I think you better call Tyrone because... And, and, and I was like, call Tyrone? Oh my Who, god! Who's Tyrone, Jerry? And and like I like I felt really weird by that, but I was like, I guess so the, he's being paid to be it. So the boy being paid to be a black woman. So uh, I, I don't know. Uh, so the boyfriend wasn't even named Tyrone. He just brought up Tyrone. I don't think there's a chance his name was Tyrone, but it was edited out. But I did hear Tyrone. Oh my god! So that's still up for debate. Uh, one thing that I liked was. At one point near the end, he was uh, he was reading like mean comments about his hosting ability. Oh no! And I'm quoting I'm I'm quoting mean because like clearly they're trying to poke fun at it, but they they cherry pick some not very mean ones for him to read. <laughs> yeah. And I, my favorite one because I wish this happened because at one point one of the comments was uh, one of the mean co- mean comments that was so cruel was who is this guy? Where's Wendy? And I wanted. <laughs> And I wanted so bad for Jerry to like, re- like, literally snap and go like, "She's in rehab for coke." Okay, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. At another point, they look at another mugshot of a guy with like really like trimmed up eyebrows or something like really beautiful eyebrows. Yeah. And then he goes like, "Oh my god, his brow game though. Did he go to brow bar? Should I get threaded?" And I know, God, you have to check this out. It's so weird. Because this is all done earnestly, and it's the writers <laughs> who were doing that's this. That's awful. Because the writers were like, oh, we're not going to write for someone else. This is the Wendy Williams show. He is Wendy. Uh, um, 
Uh, but this will be the worst part about it. Uh, Are you ready for the the worst part? Yeah. Um, I don't know who this is, but there's I don't know if he's like an artist or I think he's an artist, like a musician of some kind. Someone called Safari. Okay. Uh, but apparently Safari had like a a video leak about he like a video leak where you could see his dick or something like it was a dick pic leak or a dick video leak. Yeah. And. Apparently, he's a sizable fellow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Jerry hosted for like seven days. Mm-hmm. For about four of the days, he would not shut up about Safari's dick. Oh, my God. Like, he was feverishly obsessed with his dick. No. Like, at one point, he, like, because um, he keeps going back to it, and he will, like, he will slap his thighs like this. And he would go like, you can't handle safari. <gasps> and he does that. And he says, he says, you can't handle safari three times that day. Because then another day later, he was interviewing a woman on, about talking about like a celebrity dating app where you can't really talk about who was on there. And he goes like, do you see safari on there? You better not match with safari because you can't handle safari. Oh my god, I feel so weird. I how I know. How is the audience's reaction to all of this? Are they don't eating know. it up? <laughs> I don't know. You look so stressed out. Okay. Here Oh yeah, you can see me. I haven't okay, I've been staring at my audacity. I forgot I could look at you. <laughs> you haven't been looking I at haven't me. been looking at you this whole time. <laughs> I forgot you could see me. Yeah, I can see you. So you <laughs> You've been you've so you just seen so me like You've looked so stressed out this whole time. I forgot you could see me. I'm so dumb. So you've just been seeing me like look at my notes like this. You've been anyway. It just it seems like you could see me because you keep looking at the like the I guess the computer. You weren't really looking at your notes. You were very fired up. Okay, I yeah, I've been looking at audacity. Wow. Uh, anyway, you have uh, so much chemistry with audacity. So- <laughs> 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 um, but yes, about the audience. Yeah, is because. At first, when I was listening to it, I thought the audience was fucking eating it up. Like, they love Jerry so much. (laughs) Yeah. But sometimes it cuts to the crowd, and there was, there's a few shots. I felt so bad. There was this one, uh, he was a pretty femme young man Mm -hmm. with like, with like, he was like very like soft artsy boy type. He had like, like the winter hat on, like a nose ring. Yeah. And he looks so sad. Oh no. It kept cutting, because I feel like maybe he had planned this trip to see what. Oh no. Because <laughs> it, would, it would just cut back to, it would be like just Jerry talking about Safari's big dick. <laughs> and it would just cut to, it would just cut to this one soft boy like. Meh. Oh God. Um, but that a lot of people seem really soft boy. It. No, no, no. People, they seem pretty into it. Um, uh, I, I guess another thing, a uh, good thing to watch with Jerry O'Connell is his suits are very fun. Really? He does very fun, colorful suits. This and You said this happened in 2018? Yes. How? Because <laughs> Coke. Because Coke addiction, I think. <laughs> How did he agree to this? He clearly, because when you watch him, because when you watch even regular interviews, the guy was, the guy was built for daytime TV. Yeah. Everything about him loves daytime TV. Yeah. It's, it's, it's and, surprising he doesn't have a daytime show. 
<laughs> except when he was Wendy Williams. Mm-hmm. I can't, can't, yeah, you have to check it out. I will. I could, I could keep just quoting, I could keep quoting Jerry O'Connell, but just on YouTube, uh, Jerry O'Connell, Wendy Williams, just mm-hmm. so you could see this madness. It's so funny because it's, you know what it, know what it reminded me of? What? It seemed like um, uh, a Body Snatchers movie. Oh, like no. A body, like, a, like, like a Freaky Friday. Yeah. Where it's like Jerry O'Connell, like, some, like somewhere uh, Wendy Williams is doing like a Jerry Maguire 2. That's where, so like, fun. Jerry where like Maguire Wendy's in, it, Wendy Williams is in Jerry's body. That's and so cause funny. And when you watch it, because like, oh, Wendy Williams' soul is just in Jerry O'Connell's body. That's so funny. It's so weird. I, I don't know. You gotta see it. You, yeah. I will. I'm gonna go. I'm, saw, I'm literally gonna go yeah. check it out. I, I thought it was a parody. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like some weird adult swim, like too many cooks thing. Yeah. Because it's so weird. Yep. Yeah. So that's my topic. Jerry O'Connell, the queen of daytime. That's so crazy. So like, it's... did you, did you look up to see what like people's reactions were to it or... Um, how Wendy, like if Wendy said anything when she came back. What? Uh, Wendy likes, Wendy liked him, mm-hmm. uh, because it was like, it was no one's first choice. Wendy didn't want to go on hiatus. And mm-hmm. I think everyone was, I think cause people know like they're not, it's not high art. They're just like, oh, okay. This is what Wendy, Wendy is for a day. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Like my life is, my life is filled with nothing. And <laughs> so whatever. Oh wow! <laughs> like whatever, whatever sustenance Wendy Williams was giving their soul wasn't a lot. Whatever. Wow, I, I can't believe I, I can't believe it happened in 2018. You would 2018. think you would think that that kind of stuff wouldn't happen anymore, but yeah, but it's like, but it it doesn't seem because it just if anything, it just seems like Jerry O'Connell is just like the first prop they picked off the shelf because they were just frantically looking for something and they just picked jerry and they went you're wendy <laughs> it's so weird so you weird got, you gotta see it you I will. gotta check it out i will i will uh good job <laughs> thank you i was gonna say you know what it reminds me of do you remember i think when craig ferguson was still hosting the late late show Whoa. and i think um i can't remember why he took a break but he took a break and then um different celebrities hosted the late late show for a while for a couple of weeks or a week i can't remember and there was a couple of days where it was or one day where it was adam pally oh, adam pally adam pally Adam Pally. I, I love that. What is, what is his I love him, but what's his accent? I think it's Chicago. I think I look I yeah, looked just, into it at Chicago. Chicago. Cuz you like 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 uh, yeah, cuz it's the Chicago. It's like Chicago. Adam Pally. Yeah, Adam Pally. Cuz Adam Pally. I really think that. I love Adam yeah. Pally. You sound like Pete Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> that is my impression of Pete Holmes doing an impression of Adam Pally. <laughs> That's very accurate then. That's very accurate. Yeah. But yeah, so Adam Pally hosted the Late Late Show, and then there was an episode where it was him, and I think Ben Schwartz was. Do you remember? Did you watch the Late Late Show when Craig um, Ferguson was on it? No. So it was Craig Ferguson, and like his whole deal was he was subverting the late night talk show, so he didn't really have like an Andy, like a sidekick, like Conan does, or he had the gay skeleton or something. Yeah, gay he had horse? Ga- yeah, he had this uh, the gay skeleton robot. But yeah, he had the gay uh, skeleton robot, and since 
Craig wasn't there. It was, uh, I think Ben Schwartz filled in as his gay skeleton robot. So it was Adam Pally and Ben Schwartz. I think on the set of, what's that CBS daytime show that had Charlie Rose on it? It was like one of the news ones where it was like daytime and they were on the set of, of that like daytime talk show or daytime news show. And it was just, it's not the same way that Jerry O'Connell on the Wendy Williams show where they were pretending to be Craig Ferguson. It was just because Adam Pally and Ben Schwartz themselves as actors, as comedians, as people, I'm guessing, are just kind of maniacs. But yeah, there was a time where Adam Pally hosted The Late Late Show with Ben Schwartz, and it was just kind of madness. And that, yeah, just weird. Mm -hmm. They were a bit, like, weird and loopy, and, and so much of, like, the rhetoric about when they hosted was, like, who let this happen? Who, like, it seems like they just turned on, like, they walked onto set, turned on the cameras themselves, <laughs> and then just started doing whatever the fuck they wanted. Because it was a little bit, like... It was a little bit off kilter. Yeah, it's a it's a great pair, and I've scoured the internet I like for I like clips of this, but they've taken them all down. There's I can't you cannot find you cannot find any videos of this happening, and it's so weird because it's so fun. But yeah, that's what I thought you were gonna say when Jerry O'Connell hosted Wendy Williams. Not that he basically freaky friday with wendy williams nope yeah i i am freaky i am gonna friday check it out wendy also williams. i guess it made sense that he would like jerry o'connell would take the gig it's not like he's really doing movies i don't i don't see him doing movies he's just kind of chilling yeah he's, he's just kind of chilling he, he feels like he's happy with whatever he's doing good for yeah, you but seems like no like he just good for, i don't know he likes good it. for you bud but maybe you should have he's a very question the um, yeah he seems like a very nice guy. What? They had you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Because it's so weird. Because it's so earnest. Yeah. Like, you can't... Like, there, there's so many times where I was like, should it's this weird. be offense? It doesn't even feel offensive. It just It's so earnest. <laughs> this is what you and signed up so for, clear, right? Like, is this what you want? <laughs> is this what you want? <laughs> Like <laughs> this is what you make me do. It just it just reminded me of it, like why I, I <laughs> why I can't stand actors because we're just shells. We're just husks to be used. It is yeah. like I have <laughs> I have nothing going on with <laughs> with me. Please love me. Uh, I'm an empty cup. Fill me with something. Okay. Tell me about your topic. So my topic. Have you heard of a person named Army Hammer? Uh, you're doing Army Hammer? <laughs> I'm not really going to talk just about Army Hammer. I'm going to talk about cannibalism fetish. Oh, oh, okay. I hope you include the, I think it's the most famous story. If not the most famous, yeah. it's my favorite. I hope yeah. this story is in it. It has to be. I... I'm pretty sure it is going to be. I, I, I'll let I, you, I will let you get there, but two yeah. fellas in Europe. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Go. 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 You know what's you know you this... know what's funny about that is that do you remember um last last year when I ate that guy I was like huh? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I ate that guy um last year when I was like yeah I thought I had a topic and then and then I started looking into it and then I just got depressed and upset. That was the story because <laughs> yeah, someone was... recommended it to me and I was like, no, I, I can't talk about this for half an hour. Not just this. I could talk about 
now I'm glad it like kind of came up and like full circle and stuff. But I I couldn't just talk about that. That's uh, I don't want to. <laughs> okay, I, I, so. I, can, I can see the title of this episode. No one's gonna think they're gonna think they got us mixed up. If there's Jerry O'Connell, Queen of Daytime, and cannibalism fetish, a hundred percent they're gonna think I'm cannibalism fetish. Yeah, they're gonna think it's I'm the one talking about Jerry O'Connell and Wendy Williams, and then you're the one talking about cannibalism fetish. I like this. But this, no, this. baby. Okay, hit me. It's 2021. <laughs> a fish. Okay, so remember how we talked about Vor, and I said I knew what Vor was. I don't think I knew what Vor was. Yeah. Cause, cause looking at like the uh, the research today, I didn't realize like I I didn't know what Vor was. Yeah, Vor. Now different. I know. Yeah, Vor. Yeah, Vor is now different. I know what it is. So Vor is when <laughs> I mean, this got me to fever dream where Cat's explaining Vor to me. <laughs> what is this world? I'm not real. I'm not explaining it to you, James. I don't know, but I love it. Or tell, dance. I love it. Tell, I know. I know. Tell, tell me what Vor is. Um, the way that I, that they said it in the article is someone fantasizing about being small and being consumed by a giant. And then somebody else also said people, if people, it's common in the furry fandom and it's people interested in being swallowed whole by an anime character or being, um, what's it called? Being mashed by giant, uh, by a giant set of teeth or... Their whole body massaged by a tongue. Yeah, that's 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 it. Yeah, that's, a, that's, a, so, that's very well yeah, put. Yeah. yeah. So looking at these definitions of vor, I I did not know what vor was before. I was pretending. <laughs> I did not know, <laughs> and I can't even cool. remember what I thought it was. I can't even remember what I thought it was. But but yeah. So like I think uh, vor or cannibalism fetish like falls under vor. It's all like a big umbrella term mm-hmm. underneath. Uh, BDSM because all of this is like BDSM kink all that stuff um so the first article that I looked into was a Rolling Stone article so most of them were about the stuff that's going on with Army Hammer and why the conversation should not be about the fact that he's into these kinks and he has these kinks it should be about the fact that he doesn't respect consent when it comes to like BDSM and kink play and all that stuff because he Because of, I'm not going to get too much into it, but like in the messages uh, between women, there was, there was one where she was like, yeah, I wasn't that comfortable with so-and-so. And and I, the whole time I kind of wanted to stop or like, I just didn't want it to keep going. And then his only response was yes. (laughs) So like, that's very, yeah, that's very adamantly like not respecting the person's feelings. So, um, it's not about that. So in the Rolling Stone article, they speak to someone who is, I think, a dominatrix or um, her name is Empress Wu. And when I tried to look her up, all that kept coming up was like an actual empress named Wu in like the in like the uh, Ming Dynasty in like 7 AD. So clearly not the same person. So um, cannibalism fetish is mostly about the about fantasizing and the play of like being a cannibal and not being a cannibal sorry about the power of pleasure is derived from the knowledge that they're willing to give part of themselves for my pleasure so there's the cons- uh, the the dom or the go. consumer there's uh, yeah there's <laughs> finally, the consumer I finally got, it's a very specific thing with this podcast i finally got my first 
like a sharp inhale of like, okay, here we go. Now we are, we're, we're doing um, what we do. So there's obviously a consumer and there's obviously a consumee. And <laughs> it's basically like, yeah, it's basically like the top and bottom because it's all about power play, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. So as the consumer, this is what Empress Wu said, the quote that I just said about uh, pleasure and, and the fact that the consumee is allowing me to derive nourishment and pleasure from me, quote unquote, eating them. Um, and she also said that a lot of things fall under like the cannibalism fetish. So it could be you like pricking yourself and letting someone drink your blood. It could just be biting. It could just be someone uh, eating you out. Um, it could be you sitting at a table while someone lays there and you eat sushi off of their body. It's like about mm. the theatrics. But a lot of it is just about the play and the fantasizing of a thing that you cannot realistically do. And surely no one will. Yeah. And like the, the line there is that like most, she was saying that most people who have like cannibalism fetish really want to emphasize that it's just about fantasizing and playing and all that stuff. And the line is when you kind of, um, go into the realm of like violence and all that stuff, because that with any sort of fetish, the line there is the lack of empathy. And, and also I, I wonder where like the line falls or where the concern is with self harm too. Cause because uh, if this, because if we're going to talk about oh, what yeah. we're going to talk talk about, because that's also a big part. It's, uh, with like certain like um, masochist uh, kinks, a part where I do get a little bit like concerned, where like instead of just like uh, like like yeah, like I try like <laughs> we joke about kink shaming this podcast, but I try not to like actively kink shame. But sometimes when it's like a, self- I don't yeah, I don't but, think we do. Yeah, I don't think we do. But if 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 I were to come close, it's like when it's like a self harm thing, and it's like it's like that's when I get like a little bit like bummed out. Yeah, I saw a thing about like self cannibalization, cannibalizing, and. I didn't look into it because that felt like a different road. Yes, <laughs> you know what different. I mean? <laughs> it felt like a different road. And then also, I just wanted to talk about, like, just in general, cannibalism fetish. And what that actually means to people who don't abuse it, you know? Yeah, so it could be as simple as that. It's a lot about the play. It is supposed to like represent closeness because you're so empress (laughs) empress Wu was saying like it's you're so into someone that you just want to like assimilate them into you (laughs) yeah that seems like a a way that that's yeah (laughs) that seems like such a rationalization (laughs) because sometimes like they're okay with there are explanations and rationalizations (laughs) yeah 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 so she's saying also cannibalism fetish highlights and fulfills sense of wanting to be close to someone and the futility that it'll never fully happen. So you want to be so close to someone that you'll like play eating them and biting them and like drinking their blood or all that stuff, but you're never actually going to be able to do it. And that's the distinction there. Um, but yeah, um, so that's Empress Wu. That's how Empress Wu talked about it um, in the Rolling Stone article. There's an article by The Cut 
where they speak to Catherine Gates, who I think is um, a psychologist or something. She has a book called Devious Desires, I think. So she also defined Vore, which I told you. Um, Vore is mostly like cartoonish. Um, what's it called? She she uh, answered some questions. So it was mostly like the person asking. It's it's an interview. So um, she was talking about like cannibal play. And she's like, yeah, I know a couple who have made their basement to look like a spit. And she, this woman will have her partner like turn her on the spit. And that's yeah. about as much. <coughs> I know. And that's about as much. That's about as much as they do. Like they don't really like get into mutilating each other and like actually eating each other but it's just like the act and the theatrics of of that fantasy and and playing and all that stuff and then there's another one where she was like yeah i know another couple whose foreplay is going to trader joe's and having dinner there i'm like just as i was reading it i was like people are so interesting (laughs) yeah it really are the things the things that get people off are so interesting. It does make you think, like, if we were, t- if we were like, an asexually reproductive race, we would be in the next galaxy by now. <laughs> yeah. It would be, like, truly galaxy brain if our dirty, <laughs> um, horny monkey brain <laughs> yeah, just, wasn't, wasn't factored in. Like, I could work on the space shuttle, or I could dress like a dog and service my master. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Instead of being like consumer consume me, it's like one person is the meat, one person is the preparer, <laughs> and the the interview the interviewer was like, with real salt and pepper, and the per- and Catherine was like, yeah, with real salt and pepper. Like sometimes some people want an apple in their mouth and a and a carrot up their butt. Like some people <laughs> want that, and so it's part of their it's part of their play, but it's all basically in the realm of fantasy and. Again, the distinction is you not crossing the line of, like, actually hurting someone. But it's like you fulfill your yourself with looking at artwork or creating artwork or um, looking at, which is like, another, like, form of pornography. And then um, looking at pornography. And they also made a point where um, under, like, cannibalism and under, like, necrophilia, all of the those, like spicier (laughs) spicier kinks the the people who practice it properly don't want like their porn to look realistic because they they they're pretty adamant about especially if they're like into necrophilia necrophilia quote-unquote necrophilia which apparently is also like a kind of very blanket term for certain things yeah 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 um they don't want like the participant in the porn to look realistically dead they are very adamant about it looking looking like fake and campy and a production because that again that's where you draw the line that's where that's where you get into a little bit of uh that's also of a tricky situation it's also shifting in terms of like uh uh like with with, like with porn uh with with like i'm trying to find how do i phrase this because uh, I have to be careful when I talk about my job. Because uh, there are some people that work <laughs> for there's some people that work for like uh, like uh, commission clips, and uh, yeah. and there are some. It's uh, I, I can't. I'm not thinking of the right Empress term. Empress Wu, I think, does them. Yeah. Um, Empress, and yeah. they and as uh, content providers, they do have to follow certain guidelines. And mm-hmm. with uh, necro fetish, which 
I because uh, this is the, I don't work with this at all. This is this isn't what I do, but I know people who do. Is they 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 do have to play by certain rules in yeah. terms of like publishing necro porn, where it's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there there has to be some, if not wink to the audience. Uh, it's kind of like you know like the uncanny valley where it's like if something looks yeah. too real, it becomes bad. It's kind of like yeah, that. yeah, 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 which is good. That they're, mm. like, checks and balances. Um, yeah, so that's the cut article. Um, she she answers a lot of other questions and, and brings up um, a lot of other scenarios and stuff. And then I read another article uh, by GQ, and this is where they bring up the Armin... Do you know how to say his last name? Muse? Mu- Mu- Muves? Uh, are we talking about like, the European guy? Yeah, the German uh, man. Let me see. Armin... Cannibal. M-E-I-W-E-S. Oh. Um, let's just say Muse. Let's, let's, let's go by Muse yeah. now. Let's say Muse. It's not like he's going to come after me, so. <laughs> so he Muse, Muse. is a German man. M- Muse. Okay. He is a German man who has a cannibalism fetish. Yes. And he found a partner who was who wanted to be eaten he yes. found someone who was willing to let him cook cut off and cook a piece of himself and yeah. eat it in yeah. front of him i guess yeah. his name was burn brands um he was yes. uh uh from what i remember um i think both of them had deeply deeply troubled chi- uh childhoods and but yeah. but Bernie, he was one of those like uh, just average guy you'd see at work all the time. You never would have expected that, but he just had this suicidal uh, cannibalist fetish. Yeah, yeah. So the difference there is that uh, Armin actually did murder him. Yes. Did murder him. Did keep him and freeze him and then ate him slowly. So. Obviously, he was arrested and all that stuff. Um, do you know what part he started off with when he ate him? Penis. His penis. They ate his yes. penis. They, uh, his penis. It's and, awful. The and, story's awful. Yeah, and he said, uh, I still find it is one of the most interesting stories to uh, to me because it was uh, like a v- almost co- like probably a completely unheard of case of... Um, consenting murder yeah which yeah. makes it fucking and i'm so grateful and also what's kind of crazy when you look at it like to the 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 prosecution and uh legal battle after this is because they kind of they had to kind of screw moves over with the case to get him properly in jail because they did some things yeah. they pulled some left cards that kind of weren't ethical but they're like no this guy is not okay he needs to go, in, go oh in. really like what uh, I have to. I have to send you of like of, of con. I think, I'm gonna. I'll send you the video. Ju- once again, Justin Wang did a great fucking breakdown on the story. Oh really? But it was kind of a case of like uh of like uh he like he was originally given like a very minor sentence, but then constantly delaying, 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 re-prosecuting, re-prosecuting, like consistently mm. badgeringly prosecuting him is because like. Mm. Like yes, this was a consent. This was uh, was a consenting case, but everything about Armin was, had just repeat offenders stamped on his forehead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do you think like 
if he had been let off and they were like, okay, well, the guy will ask, <laughs> the guy literally asked for it. Yeah. So, um, so you're fine. You're going to walk away. Do you think like he's going to stop? Like he's already no, he 100... tasted flesh. Yeah. <laughs> he 100%, he needed to be locked up. He absolutely, yeah. like, he needed, he needed to be gone. Yeah. So that's, I, I thought I wrote a lot, but like, that's pretty much it. Cause I figured what, like we would talk about it a little bit more, yeah, um, was, uh, but I, that's, I, that's pretty much like did the difference because even at the root of like cannibalism fetish, like the thing that I was saying about how you're so, you're so like into someone, you're so obsessed with someone that you just want to either them to be a part of you or you want to yeah. be a part of them in like the most literal way possible. It's obviously, I, I'm not going to use the word crazy. It's obviously a lot, but like every kink and fetish that we have talked about, you can see where it comes from. Yeah. And yeah. then the only time where it becomes a little bit, sh uh, where it becomes shady is when you cross the line of like not having empathy and be like, well, actually this person, I'm going to, actually cut off a piece of them and eat them because I just really want to do it. But, but that, well, the thing is, that is what's tricky about, because I, I do think um, uh, the Armin, Armin Moo's uh, cannibal case, I, I think of it as one of the most interesting things that's ever happened. Um, oh, 100%. Because it, because uh, it with Armin, uh, like, I, why 100% uh, I think that he should be in jail and he should not be with other mm -hmm. people he um he wasn't manipulating this person he was just it no. was this weird two very lost um and disturbed people found each other in what can be described as a in a beautiful way because yeah I, I i truly don't think um because yes uh bernard i think that was his name uh, no, it's Bern. Uh, it's like Bern Bronze. It's like a German name. I can't really pronounce it. Let's just call him Bern. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, even though, yes, Bern was his victim, but it was so... It was the most consensual murder that's ever existed on this earth. And because it was... Because it was weak. Because it was weeks. Because um, they were talking about it for so long. Planning for so long. Agreeing uh, agreeing to it in, in, it in far in advance. And so you think about it, because like... Uh, in weeks of talking to each other, knowing that this guy's going to kill you, wanting him to kill you, buying plane tickets, bus ride tickets, commuting to his place, cutting, he cuts off his penis and eats in front of him, and, he, and he's still there 100% into it. So, when I looked into it, I read that Byrne had signed up for him to, for Armin to, um, caught off a piece of him and eat it but not to end his life are you from what you know is it be, is it that I'm, he agreed to ending his life no i'm uh um I, again um i'm like i'm gonna i'm, 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 I'm gonna I, like i'm, I'm gonna paraphrase i'm gonna paraphrase a little bit but because uh, I'll need to re-educate myself and re-study the details of the video, but I'm almost certain that that was 100% a case because Armin was oh, up, okay. was upfront. I'm looking because because Armin was looking for this person for a while because he was because mm. he became because there was a cannibal fetish uh, message board that um, yes. was more um, that was that the kind of I think he got banned off of it for because he was looking because he was posting these things like I'm not joking. 
I'm looking for someone to consent to me killing them and then eating their body. I won't do yeah. this if you do not want to do it. I'm just putting it out there. And I think he kept putting that out there. And I think he kind of, kind of got banned from the website. And then he found burn yeah. in um, uh, a specifically gay cannibal fetish message board. And they started messaging yeah. each other there. I am almost certain that it was agreed upon things that I'm looking to kill you. Can I kill you? And then burn was uh, okay with it. Okay. I, I okay. will need to so, double check. I also need to double check because I think, I, I mean, like I said, I had started researching it, it and then was writing down stuff and then I just couldn't do it. So I might have missed that detail, which is 100% plausible. But if you watched a whole video about Justin Wang talking about it and like breaking it down, then mm-hmm. I believe you. I just, I, then I misinterpreted what I thought it was. But either way, just because I, I understand what you're saying, but just because it like was agreed upon by both parties doesn't mean he should have still done it. You know? Well, yeah, neither of them should have done it. It was... There, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not... Because when I romanticize it a little bit is because I romanticize it just because it's just this... Um, it's just this uh, incredibly... I, I romanticize it because of how these two people found each other. You know what I mean? Yes, they found each other and then they both they both wanted this... This horrible thing. So badly. This horrible thing. They both agreed and wanted it to happen, and it both was going to give them pleasure and happiness. Yeah. So I get why I get what you were saying. Yeah. I, I fully, it's, it's, I fully. It's get bonkers. It. It's, it's it's one of my it's favorite stories. Of time. It's so it's so <laughs> deep with layers. It's it's so rich. This story is it's yeah. incredible. It's my favorite story ever. I'm just agreeing <laughs> so, to be murdered and eaten. Yeah, and because yeah. just because the the philosophy of like the um, the judicial philosophy of like how do you charge that? How do you bring yeah. that to yeah. justice? And because yeah. what they have to do is they have to they uh, I'm gonna have to research how they did like the prosecution. They did kind of have to like they they all looked at each other. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> dudes, I'm sorry. It's just fucked up. I like I can't. Yeah. There's, there's. It's just what he did is not okay. <laughs> we as humans need to recognize that this isn't okay. Yeah. Crazy. I don't know. Um, no, a hundred percent it is. Um. Oh, what was I gonna say? No, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Now I can't. I I can't remember. No, I'm a bad co-host. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. I just was thinking. I was just thinking about what you were saying. I know. I for completely. I'm such a genius. <laughs> They're so charming and a genius. <laughs> that was cat farting. Um. She farted. <laughs> I'm gonna cut all of this out. I'm gonna cut out my fart. <laughs> um, I can't remember what I was gonna say. That's okay. But uh, get cannibal uh, cannibal fetishes. It's um, it's a it's it's a crazy. Uh, I mean, it's a very interesting thing to get into. Uh, to, to get into research wise, although get into it if you yeah. want. Um, cause it's, yeah, it's, um, think, <laughs> uh, like with, with a lot of like, um, uh, extreme kink BDSM fetish, it's like, uh, cause they, they ride a fine line of consent and trust that it's, it's a, it's a fine balance and you're always, you're always afraid. Well, yeah, well see that's, that's the thing too, is that like in all of the articles, oh, I remember what I was going to say, but in all of the articles that I read, they were very adamant about being like the people in these in these like um a little bit more extreme kink communities 
always want to emphasize that like the distinction is that this is just fantasy and it's play when you start to want to do it for real is when you should be stopped or you should go seek help because that may that means you have like a deficiency somewhere where you're lacking empathy or you're lacking the the um yeah the the kahutspa to (laughs) realize that it's like a wrong thing like just because you feel it and just because you want it doesn't mean it you should do it so the other thing i was going to say about like the legality of it um i read i think it's the daily mail or some uh uk site um about how technically in the uk to eat someone's flesh it is not illegal but to but if you got their flesh by harming them or killing them, that's the part that's <laughs> illegal. So it's like you can eat the flesh, but as long as you weren't the one to inflict harm on them, then you, you, you're you in the clear. It's kind of, it, there's a cool story. Uh, there's a guy who, um, I can't remember how he lost it, but there's a guy who lost his foot in an accident somehow. Yeah. And it was, um, uh, and the foot, I mean, when you get your, uh, and the foot, his, like, foot had to be amputated. So it's kind of, yeah. like, from the shin down. And after you get it amputated, if you ask, you can just have your foot. It's, it's No. Like, you can't. It's the, it's the way it is. It's, like, this, it's this legal thing because your, your discarded or, or uh, removed appendage is you. It still is your property. And yeah. the, the hospital, they can... They can go like, no, no, we're not doing it. But you can, but if they, if they're okay with it, you can insist like, no, I want my foot. They can give you your foot. So you, so this guy, he took it home, froze it. And he was like this super, like kind of wild guy, bro. See, he obviously, yeah. he seemed like a pretty cool guy. Um, yeah. Cause he had all, the, uh, he was chilling with all his friends. They're all, they're all like playing with his foot. <laughs> passing, Cause he put it, he went home, put it in his freezer and he was like, yo guys. I lost my foot. Come play with my foot. So he brought all of his buddies over. They're all like throwing his foot around, playing with it. Oh and then he eventually, God. he got in touch with like, um, uh, he like, hey, he got in touch with like six of his closest friends, like his best friends of his life. And they got like, one of their friends was dating like a chef. So they all got together <gasps> and, and they ate some of his foot. They, the, the chef made tacos out of his feet. <gasps> and as like, this is a crazy odd thing. Yeah, it's really oh it's my a God. it's a funny story. They they all uh, they all uh, came together to eat their best friend uh, a piece of their best friend. <laughs> it's a funny story. It's a it's just how it's a how story of friendship. You shock me in my own topic because <laughs> <laughs> I know it all, baby. I grew up on the internet. <laughs> I grew up on the internet too, but we were on very different parts of the internet, Jason. I think. I think I was just jerking off more. <laughs> no, I don't know. Don't be sh- so sure. <laughs> I think we're just jerking off about different things. <laughs> <laughs> That's our show. That's our play. We keep changing like the the lo- the log line of our show. <laughs> I just, I just like, before it was I good for you, I guess. No, no, this is a play we're doing. Jer- oh, a play, a play. Okay. Yeah, jerking off to do different things. A tale of friendship. So it's like instead of it being like a one woman show, it's you doing a one man show talking about the things you jerked off. It's a one man. Okay, it's a one man show and a one woman show happening simultaneously in venues at the same time. Literally, you're on stage right and I'm on stage left. Okay, 
Now we're getting Okay, somewhere. we have to stop recording. We have to go work on something. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, is that your topic? <laughs> uh, what, yeah, that's pretty much the topic. What should, what should um, I check out? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what should I be checking out here? Do you want apparently me to eat you? <laughs> apparently you've checked it all out. Um, <laughs> you should check out these articles because um, they're knowledgeable people talking about like um, the cannibalism fetish instead of just like people, We're like knowledgeable. random people who are, <laughs> instead of just like random people. Yeah. Um, should check out the articles for sure. You, I'm not going to say go check out the Army Hammer um uh, all the stuff happening with Army Hammer. What you should check out about um, Army Hammer is his family. So my original topic, my original topic was going to be about the Hammer family because apparently <laughs> they're a bunch of loons. Really? So yeah, his aunt Casey Hammer wrote a book, and like I didn't want to focus too the, much on about Jack. There has to be a Jack. I don't, there, I don't right? know. Not that I read, but hopefully someone is named Jack. So there's Casey Hammer. She wrote a book called Surviving My Birthright. And she talks about how her grandfather and her... A, a little bit of her father and then her brother are all kind of insane. So Army Hammer comes from a line of, like, insane men. The <laughs> Remember we talked about... um. Armand Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> Armand Hammer, like the guy. So he doesn't actually own our Armand Hammer. He just has, they just have like stocks in it. But um, that company was created like 12 years before Armand Hammer was born. He's actually just like an oil tycoon. Hmm. Um, yeah, of course. So like, that's why he's rich and all of them are rich is because he's an oil tycoon. So he... He, I think, immigrated here. He went through a lot. I think he married, like, three times. And then he had his son, who I think is Julian Armand Hammer. And Julian was the one who was crazy. So, like, he's a rich guy. He was throwing, like, these crazy parties. And he would, like, pass around his guns for every like to everybody in the party. And they would just be, like, shooting at everything and the and the walls and the ceilings and stuff he would have this, this, sounds, um, this sounds like the family from that movie ready or not Have you seen that movie? yes um no i haven't seen it but i know what you're talking about it's a good movie um, it's, 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 i'm getting huge ready or not vibes from the hammer yeah it's just like rich people like rich crazy people just doing whatever the fuck they want like he was making the help do like um sexual acts and like filming them or taking photos of them so Casey Hammer wrote about this, about how she, he kind of did the same thing to her. She would be like a kid and then walking into, into these parties and forget, and he would forget that like she was a four-year-old and she was there and her dad was, I think, abused her and her brother, who is Army Hammer's father, also abused her. So the reason why I know about all of this is because there's a lady on TikTok who did a, a series off of Casey Hammer's book. And that's originally what I wanted to talk about, but then... There's not much without reading the book. There's not much of people like talking about it, all that stuff. And I wasn't just going to do the video about like the TikTok mm. series or I wasn't going to do my topic about the TikTok series. Um, but yeah, so I mean, of course, Army Hammer turned out the way he did because he came from a family of loons. <laughs> <laughs> so but we should check out um, 
these articles, which I will have posted, check out Cannibalism Fetish if you are into it. If you if you are into someone so, so much that you just want them to be inside of you literally, other than sexually. Murder them and eat them. <laughs> no, 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 no murder. No, you said it. No, no. Cat said we it. Don't, we, we don't condone murder or cannibalism. Just the fantasizing of it. Note the clever way she worded that. She said we because she knows I don't. <laughs> uh, yeah, so check out the articles. Check out Casey Hammer's book. Why this can't Called Surviving My Birthright. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I slipped in a second topic there. But yeah, that, that's it. That's what you should check out. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Good job to you. Can you believe... Okay, I... Every time we talk <laughs> about, like, fetishes or any of these things, like... <laughs> Humans just amaze me. Every step you know? of the way. Every step of the way. Every step of the No matter what, humans amaze me. Like, <laughs> I'm simultaneously not surprised and then also surprised all the time. You oh, know? I think I, I, yeah, I think I just figured out what my next topic's going to be. Oh my god. Okay, well, don't say it. <laughs> I won't say it. Um, That's it, buddy. That's all I, I wanted think, to talk about. I think about. that's it. So, Do um, you, can I ask you something? What's up? Would you would you be the meat or the preparer? I know you're a vegetarian now, but would you be the meat or the preparer? <laughs> oh, I I I I I'd be the preparer. I'm not gonna get eaten. No one's gonna fucking eat me. I, I I'm not I'm not that. a very I, I'm not a very prideful guy, but I I'm not gonna get eaten by fucking anybody. Jay, How about you? What would you? You don't know that. Maybe I'd be the the meat, so then I don't have to do anything. <laughs> yeah, other than get murdered. Other than get more doored. More doored. But who knows? <laughs> so, cat meets Jason preparer. <laughs> the way we always knew. <laughs> We're a perfect <laughs> We really are. Hey, cat, where can they find yes. the podcast on social media? They can find the podcast at YSEO Podcast on Instagram. Where and can where they can find they... you, Jason? They can find me at Brudahool at Instagram. At Brudahool and Cat Ram. Have a good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, where, are they, where can also, they find you on Instagram? Uh, find me at, at it's Catherine Ram. That, it's my name. That's it. Oh, beautiful. So I think that's beautiful. now episode, which which episode was this? Technically, Nine or 11? I think it's 11. Technically, it's 11 because I don't know if we count the Friends cast as, a, as an actual episode. Yeah. Then that's okay. 10 and this is 11. Who cares? So it's, yeah, 11. it's 11. Okay. The first well, one of 2020, so good things to come. Lots of plans, guest stars, all of those things. Catnet 2021. What did I say? Did I not you say 2020? 20? Did I not say? But that's fine. Listen, right, it's still January. I'm still writing 2020 <laughs> on, on everything. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening, everybody. Please share this podcast with, with uh, everyone you know. Please rate it. Please uh, subscribe to it. Please do whatever you can. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Bye. Bye.